You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Who's on the mound today? Here, let's 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 try to let's try to brighten things up. Let's talk about game two a little bit and and, and your thoughts and because who's pitching today? Dylan Cease is pitching today. See that? Look at that. White Sox are a heavy favorite today, as they should be. And I just want to see Cease come back and look as, as good as he did last time and throw the fastball a little bit more. We talked about uh, the lack of his fastball usage in the last outing. I think he's, he threw it 32% of the time. And with a fastball like his, with there's much bite, tail, and movement that it has, I want to see him mix in the fastball a little bit more often today. But the knuckle curve looked good. The changeup looked good. The slider looked good last time. So capitalize off of that strong outing and just go out there and put up another eight, nine runs like you did last night and just bury the Tigers. Just do what you're supposed to do. The White Sox have so many games coming up against divisional opponents. Like, this is the time to go ahead and kickstart it, set a fire, and make your comeback. You need, what, two games under 500? Are they 29 three. or 31 right now? I think it's 28 20, and 31. Yeah. With all these games coming up against divisional opponents, and you've got Houston coming up at home for four, get into a groove, go out there and bury the Tigers. Yeah, and then, you know, obviously the guy they're going up against today, Drew Hutchinson, you know, he's like their reliever. Hasn't pitched more than three innings all year. And he, it's only been three games, though. He's appeared in, looks like, about 11 or 12 games. He's only given up runs in three of those. So that's a pretty decent pitching right there. Uh, but, but again, if you're going to be able to get into their bullpen early, it's not like that's what Detroit's known for. So you should be able to do that. I just hope that they can build some momentum, right? It's like believability, Shane, where Jose Abreu's like, oh, yeah, I do hit the long ball. You know, Makata's like, wait, Papa, I can slap it for a base hit. I don't need to swing for power. I don't know if that's what he's trying to do lately. Trying to do, you know, get just. Yeah, I don't think he knows what he's trying to do. He's completely well, lost. The he needs to, he needs to like go against like, remember when Abreu was in that window where like, he didn't even care if he hit a home run. It was like, I'll slap singles and doubles all day long and I'll do it with ease. Like, and then everyone loved, that's when people really fell in love with Jose Abreu because they realized he wasn't just a power hitter. Like, I think Mankata needs to get back to that. That's what T- T- T.A. did when he won the batting uh, title. That's what he's been doing for the last two years, three years. And I feel like Mankata needs to get to that place. Like, you know what? Bat on ball. Put it in the gap. Like, not, don't try to do too much with it. But look at me. I, I, why am I on a Mankata? I just, I'm, I'm, I feel like he's the guy. He's He is the the splinter in my thumb, Shane. Is your yeah. Mankata? He like yeah. I, I really want I really want him to be playing well. I can care less about Abreu. I know he's gonna come around. I know Yosemani, you know, he's dealing with some some stuff or whatever. He's gonna come around. But it's like Mankata's like, no, bro, you're young. You were a valuable piece that came over with Chris Sale. Like you, you should be performing for us at a high level year in and year out. And we shouldn't be having to deal with this bullshit right now. You know what I'm saying? So to me, that's like where he's he's he's, he's right here, right here in my little thumb, and I'm trying to get his ass out there so he can play well. And it, it's not like, I don't know if you remember when you were a kid, there are two types of slim, uh, splinters. There are splinters that you needed to bring your thumb over to your dad or your mom and say, hey, you got to get the tweezers or you got to get the needle nose pliers. And then yeah. there was the other kind of splinter where you could walk off into the corner, 
find that roll of duct tape, roll off a piece of duct tape, <laughs> put the duct tape on your thumb and pull the splinter out because it was just on the surface. Sure. There are two types of splinters. Yuan Moncada is a needle nose fucking splinter right yeah. now. You need to dig that needle nose pliers into your finger and pull out that splinter and rid yourself of it. I want to hurt myself. It's going to hurt. It's a constant nagging pain right now. This is a splinter that's been stuck in your hand for three weeks and you can't find the pliers. You can't get it out. I want to rid myself of that version of you on Mokata because it is frustrating as shit. Oh. You know who else I'm, I'm frustrated with lately, too? I was excited to see Tanner Banks back. I liked him in the beginning of the year. Who the I, fuck has ever said I was excited to see me, Tanner Banks back? Me! Jesus Christ. He's dude. been playing. He pitched well in the beginning of the season. Yeah, and Ben Souza friggin' shit in the bed for the last yeah. couple. I mean, get him in. You know, you, so you see a guy like Tanner Banks. And you love, you know, you love lefty. You love it coming. Like I said, he's a guy where he's a gamer. He's like, put me in, coach. I want to play. I want to be in these situations. And he pitched well the last couple of times that he's been out. I was glad to see him back. But Ben Souza, dude, I was saying, speaking of thorns or uh, splinters, yeah. dude, it's like the thing with Tony is, like, he has no problem giving you another opportunity to totally redeem yourself. And sometimes you got to know as a manager, now's not the time. Give him a day. You know, sometimes you've got to put a guy on a 10-day deal. Sometimes you got to just sit him for a couple, give him a couple days rest. I felt like Ben Souza was that dude at that time. Like, Make having someone yelling fire Tony when you're when Ben is on the when Ben is blowing things up, and then you put him back in to like make you look good, and then it makes you look worse. Like in that in those yeah. situations, it blows my mind. I don't know what Tony's fixation is with Ben too. So we talked about it on uh Friday, I think it was Friday that there was his ERA no is over eight. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> last night is a little bit different of a situation, it didn't make any sense on. I can't remember what it was maybe saturday for susa to be the first lefty out of the bullpen it wasn't i can't remember what day that was all these games are running together now like I everything's know. running together i don't know what tony's fixation is when aaron bummer was as hot as he was with susa being the first lefty out of the bullpen i think last night was a little bit different of a case though with how stretched out the bullpen was and the news before the game that liam hendricks had some some stiffness in his arm and he wasn't available so with Lynn only going four and a third, Sousa needed to stretch out a little bit yesterday. So I was fine yesterday with him getting an extended look and, and more innings than usual. But if Bennett Sousa continues to be the first lefty out of the pen and it's not Aaron Bummer, then we're going to have a little bit of a problem. But with how good Kendall Graveman looked yesterday, closing the game out, and Joe Kelly set to return, I think he could come back today. Oh, good. I actually check that while we're going. Like Joe Kelly, before he went down with the hammy, uh, was the best that we've seen him in a while. So when he returns, the bullpen's going to be spaced out a little bit more. And even today, the, everybody who pitched this weekend in in those extended games is going to be back and available today. We're still waiting on some news about Liam Hendricks. But yes, Joe Kelly expected to be activated today. And nice. Vince Velasquez will start tomorrow as we space out and try to give um, – Michael Kopech a little bit of time without having go, having to go on an IL stint. Um, what, bullpen what, management. What, go ahead. What grade would you give our our bullpen right now? And I don't mean a performance. I don't mean just like what they've done so far. I mean like, I mean I don't mean yeah. I don't. I'm just talking about like, let's say it was the beginning of the season and these were our guys in the bullpen. How would you then like? How are you feeling about our bullpen? Is what I'm really asking. I mean, if 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 you're looking day one and your bullpen is. Liam Hendricks, Kendall Graveman, Joe Kelly, Aaron Bummer, Matt Foster. That is yes. an A-level bullpen. Yes. But, but but it's an A-level bullpen because you spent 
a a a a plus money on it. Okay. You 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 misallocated funds on a bullpen when those funds should have been allocated toward a second baseman. That's where I'm at. Yeah. But on then you'd be complaining. But then you'd be complaining about our bullpen. Probably, probably. <laughs> but if like Garrett Crochet is not hurt, then then that's different, right? right? Then you you have a piece that you didn't have to spend money to replace. On paper, it's an A bullpen. Performance, it's probably a D or a C right now if you factor in injuries, just because y- you can't predict that stuff. But not everybody has been there. Kendall Graveman yeah. and his dumbass, not un- unvaccinated, <laughs> they had to miss two series, and and Joe Kelly can't stay healthy, but. I mean, yeah. on paper, if this bullpen is healthy, then it's a shutdown bullpen in the playoffs, and you're terrified to even get to them. On top of four guys in Kopech, Dylan Cease, Lance Lynn, and Lucas Giolito that you don't want to get anywhere near. So huh. that's that game. That's what's so frustrating about this baseball team. And you're looking for that reason as to why they're not performing to where they should. I'm not. I'm not a doctor of baseball. I can't diagnose this for you and give you some kind of prescription to heal it as a fan or as the team itself. But that's the most frustrating part on paper preseason. Yeah. Majority of national publications had this team as a top three contender for, for a world Easy. series championship. Easily. And they're 28 and 31 with a run differential of, of like negative 52. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it, I was, uh... what do you think about team people comparing this team to last year's Braves team? That's been that's been a big thing right now that that the Braves and in, in losing Acuna to to the ACL tear before like April or May or whatever it was. Yeah, that's been a hot topic for us lately. But the thing is, that Braves team had plenty in its farm system to to go ahead and plug yeah. those holes. And at this point, their run differential was like a negative two and not a negative fifty three. Yeah. So it's it completely. I, I don't like that comparison as of late. I look. I, I would look at last year's White Sox team as more comparable to Atlanta, where you know, remember we dealt with those injuries towards the latter half of the season with Eloy and Luis Robert, and we had some of our young guys step up and, and keep us afloat for that whole time. So I, and and, I, and so I think that would probably be uh, you know a better comparison than this year. This year, you just don't have those guys stepping up. Nobody's stepping up. Who's who's gonna step up? You know what I'm saying? We you just haven't seen that. So to me, that actually makes well, me Jake upset Berger. because it's been Jake Berger okay. as of late, right? He's been it, playing phenomenal. Hopefully the hand's fine and we don't have to deal with a, yeah. an extended IL stint for somebody who's been swinging the hottest bat on the team. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's good though because then you keep him out of third base, <laughs> keep him out of the corner, dude. It's brutal watching him at third, man. It's tough. Bad. It's oh 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 ye of yelling at everybody because they suck. He's, You're not gonna be able to call a spade a spade and say Jake Berger no. sucks at third base. Jake Berger sucks at third base. Are you kidding me? You do not want want Jake Berger playing third base for your team for 162 games. I don't mind Jake Berger playing third base. If if he's going to hit like that, if he's going to hit like that, I don't mind. Coming from a very accomplished. Put him at first. (laughs) Put him at first. Put him at first. (laughs) There are four other guys that should be playing first. Yeah. Rotate your DHs in your first baseman to throw Jake Berger in there. Because if you're talking about run differential, you're talking about errors and people scoring, Jake Berger is at the core of that conversation. I know, Gabe, on our Odyssey 16 softball team, we stick you in the outfield because you're a liability everywhere else. But coming from a very accomplished 16 softball third baseman, I know how tough it can be over there. Accomplished? Very accomplished 16 third baseman. I know how how tough it it can be. So I sympathize and empathize 
with Jake Berger, and I think he's doing a fine job over there at third base. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. If he were to count up your errors, you'd be at the core of our run differential. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Bullshit. Dude, I flashed so much leather Dude. in there. Bullshit yeah, errors. I, yeah. I, I, thank God I'm behind you is what I'll say. Thank oh, God, yeah. Thank yeah, God yeah, yeah thank God. Field. So you can just sit out there. You get no action. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dude. It's a blessing that I'm in left field for this team to catch everything that get, gets hit over there. But you yeah. know what? Neither here nor there. Jake Berger, he doesn't play left field, so we're not worried about him. But now I know why you love him, because you play third base as well. Uh, but either way, we hope that he continues on his hot streak, especially for the remainder of this Rangers series. You got the White Sox tonight over the Tigers in game two of this three-game series? Oh, yeah. I mean, they must. I mean, I, I'm taking run line, too. If you're gambling, take the run line. Sox by minus one and a half, maybe even move it to two and a half. All right, I'm with you. I will tease that up to two and a half and take the White Sox by four tonight even. Maybe I'm feeling a little confident. Maybe I'll tease it up to three and a half. If you like what you hear, remember to subscribe to the Southsider 670 podcast feed. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Southsider 670. Instagram the same. Myself, Shane underscore Reardon. Him, Chicago underscore Gabe. Send us an email with questions to Southsider670 at gmail.com. We will talk to you on Thursday night slash Friday morning. Have a wonderful rest of your week.